From WNYC, this is Money Talking. I'm Charlie Herman. Facebook, Amazon, Apple, Netflix, and Google. Together, investors like to call them the Fangs. And for the past several years, Wall Street has put a lot of faith into their continued success. Big tech has been a large part of the recent record highs of the stock market. That is until recently. Facebook shares did a face plant today. Billions were wiped off its value. Apple is a big loser on the Dow right mm. now. Amazon stock taking a big dive, losing close to $31 billion in market value. Whether it's Facebook's handling of our private data or President Trump reportedly wanting to go after Amazon, tech companies are getting a lot more scrutiny from consumers, from government officials, and from investors. Well, joining me to talk about where tech goes from here is Rana Furuhar. She's the global business columnist at the Financial Times. Rana, good morning. Thanks. Thanks for having me. So the stocks of tech companies have been going down recently. This is happening amid, obviously, a lot of bad news for them. Is this just a blip or is there something bigger going on? Well, I think that they're going to be up and down. The big issue is, are they going to be regulated? The biggest tech companies, the FANGs, these have all been very, very lightly regulated. And that's one reason that they've grown so large and so profitable. I mean, tech has led the markets actually for the last two years. There's now a pushback. There are calls for regulation in many different areas. But as of now, I don't see a single piece of regulation that is really going to fundamentally change the business model. But do you think there's not a drive to do some sort of regulation? I mean, if you look at Facebook right now, they are really in the spotlight. There are so many things that people are upset about. Why is there not enough of a force to put in some form of regulation? Two things are really important here. Tech is now the biggest single lobbying force in Washington. They are bigger than banks, bigger than pharma, and Google is the single largest firm. So they've bought up a lot of Washington. And that kind of brings me to the second point, which is that I think this is a very similar situation to the post-financial crisis era where you had big banks, a big problem in terms of wrongdoing, lots of blame to go around in many different quarters, seven different regulators with different agendas. Everyone's confused about what we should actually be focusing on. And I think that that's a risk here. I'm concerned that if we don't step back, really look at what are the economic problems? What are the political problems? What are the cognitive problems with big tech? You know, how is it changing our brains? And look at all of this stuff together, maybe with a task force or a single uh, executive committee or or body that could really say, what are the issues here? I'm afraid we're going to get piecemeal regulation that doesn't do that much. So when you see that the CEO of Facebook, Mark Zuckerberg, says that he will testify at a hearing in early April, You don't really see much coming out of that? Um, I think that it'll shine a light, yet another light, on what Facebook has done. I frankly think we're going to get tougher regulation in Europe before we get it here. For starters, Europe is rolling out in May a new privacy standard, which would allow people to opt in and opt out much more easily in terms of what can and can't be monitored and, and then monetized by these firms within their private data. Europeans are a lot more interested in curbing the power of the fangs and of big tech in general, in part because they don't have any big tech. Tech companies. So they have a real interest in making sure that their smaller and mid-sized players are able to compete with these guys. And if those rules go into place in Europe, does it basically follow that it'll just, you know, ripple across the world and into the U.S. as well? Well, it certainly creates something of a domino effect. And you can already see firms like Apple picking up on this. It creates an opportunity for certain firms to say, okay, we'll get ahead of this regulation. We'll actually be tougher in terms of privacy. It's becoming a a competitive selling point for them. If regulation is a way to try and handle some of these issues that are coming up, especially that have upset consumers in particular, what needs to happen for that to happen? Are we set up to be able to even implement new regulations? 
I think that there are a couple things. Let me talk about the politics first. The Honest Ads Act, which is a bipartisan act which was put forward by McCain and Senator Warner, is a great starting point. I mean, basically all it does is say, you know what, Facebook, Google, you have to declare when someone's doing political advertising on your sites. Now, the firms would argue that this may force them to open up their algorithmic black boxes and and give you their, you know, secret sauce. I think we need to push around that. There is no reason that these firms shouldn't be doing exactly what other media firms are doing in terms of declaring political advertising. That's point one. Point two on the monopoly power. We need to look really carefully at antitrust. I mean, we have an antitrust policy in this country that is predicated on consumer pricing. So as long as prices go down, firms can get as big as they want. But if you look at the business model of these companies, what they're giving you is free. And I put that in quotes. It's not being measured in dollars, but you're paying for it with your data. So we need an entirely different way to think about what antitrust is all about and how big is too big. So what is the next big thing that the tech community is developing where these issues you're talking about are going to really be contested? The tech community itself is already starting to tweak its business model. So you can see startups doing search and advertising in different ways. There's a startup called Brave, for example, which was founded by the guy who started Mozilla. And this allows you to just pay a fee and opt out of all advertising and have search functions. So that's one example. Many more like that. You can bet that Google and Facebook are looking at all of these. They're already starting to put more transparency on their website about, you know, okay, how is your data being used? When you click this button, to get this or that free service, what is going to happen to that data? The big push right now is for artificial intelligence, whether that's Siri or Hey Google, whatever it is that knows what I want and anticipates my needs. But to do that, I'm probably going to have to give it even more data. Well, this is a big deal. And I think that the U.S., Europe, and China are going to go very different ways on AI. China is, frankly, a surveillance state, and that's one of the reasons that they're poised to do well in AI, because AI is basically just how much data you can plug into an algorithm and how much computing power you have. Now, a lot of tech firms are actually starting to use a nationalistic argument to lobby against more regulation, and they'll say in Washington, hey, we're the national champions. We have to compete against China so they don't move ahead of us in AI. Well, Europeans are looking and saying, we've got to find a third way here. We've got, you know, maybe we'll have data trusts where companies can get access to public data, but it's somehow held in a public sphere. We've got to do something where civil liberties and privacy are protected and we can remain economically competitive. As a part of all this, we consumers have to be ready to perhaps give up some of the benefits of tech. Yeah, The conveniences, the, the social networking, the free things we've come to rely on, like uh, I can get a directions to wherever I'm going, but the, <laughs> the computer's going to know where I've been. Yeah, and you just, you know, we all, we've all done that. You're standing on the street corner and you're like, oh, I want what I want, and you click yes to whatever they ask you for. Well, you need to think about that. And the companies also need to think about how they're protecting that data or not, because I do think that if you get another, you know, Exxon Valdez of privacy, another Facebook Cambridge Analytica scandal in one of these firms, which I have no doubt is coming their stock price is going to get another correction. Rana Farrar is the global business columnist at the Financial Times. Rana, as always, thank you. Thanks. And I'm Charlie Herman. This is Money Talking from WNYC. 